You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. For Kia, the Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. Mm, Hello and welcome to It's uh, Wacky Wednesday on Sports Day. Is it Wednesday? Lucky that hasn't been used on radio before. Hey? No, no, Lucky it's Wednesday. Like Hump Day. As mm. I've never. I've, it's another one I've come up with today. It's just come to me. It's literally like secret sound. <gasps> what a great idea! How's yeah. that work? Yeah, obviously you put the sound up, you get listeners yeah. to text or call in and just and um, work out what, what it is. Yeah, what it is. Yeah, but then it's not a secret. Mm. If people guess what it is, mm. that's a flawed concept that'll never get off the ground. <laughs> hey, big news today, Broncos fans, Payne Haas. Ain't going anywhere. Where was he going? Well, <laughs> nowhere. <laughs> he got some money, got a new contract. Yeah. So that's good news, right? So he asked for a release from the Broncos. To which go was, nowhere. Which was never going to happen. Right, well, why didn't you say this at the time? And uh, he's got a new management group as well. He, he um, terminated his contract with his previous manager. Yes. It's all very messy at the moment. Right, okay. Mm. So this is a, a new agreement with the new management. Is yes. that what this is? Mm. Right. So the new manager gets paid the commish. Do you think the old manager should be paid what's owed to him if he's still got a contract? Absolutely. Him? If he negotiated the contract for Payne Haas at the Broncos, of course he should. Mm. Doesn't happen. Uh, what? What? what did, wait, mm, how what? I? Yeah. So I could let's say I was your manager. Yep. And I negotiated your deal with Sports Day, and I got you that twenty thousand a year. Yeah. I take my seventy percent, mm. and let's say it's a five year term. Yes. It's twenty grand. That's a hundred grand. That's good money. Such yep. you should take that. Um, I take my seventy grand out. Mm. But don't I take that out up front? No. I get paid that each month or quarter or something. Right? Yes. Yeah. It's, it can be each month. It can be right. each year. Why? Why then is uh, why am I not receiving that for the full term since I negotiated that for you? Because the player managers now answer to the Rugby League Players Association, not the the head of the players manager scheme. So that's not that's not fair on the manager. Why would a it's what? a conflict of interest when the pl- players association are looking after the manager scheme when they look after the player. I can't believe I'm feeling sorry for a player manager. What? <laughs> anyway, I'm, a little bit, the, it gets, gets a little bit confusing. Am I the only person in Australia today sticking up for a player manager? Now, when I heard that as well, I, I felt sorry for them, unless they've neglected their client. Or, yeah, there could be that, unless they've broken a clause. Or, or do you think that may have been negotiated when the new manager came on board? No. Wow. Mm. So you can just sever, money goes to the new bloke. Yep. Or the player doesn't have to pay anything. Not saying that's the if case. If he doesn't get a manager, yeah. Wow, that's incredible. David Warner's leadership ban is hot topic again uh, today. There's a board meeting. I can't understand why this is a, a such Australia. big news. Because there's an open position as a ODI. 
are captain. Mm-hmm. Some are pushing for Dave Warner to become that skipper. And some people, including our very own Ian Healy, uh, doesn't believe he should be the ODI captain, only because he'll be 37. Exactly. And shouldn't so, be a, shouldn't even be an issue. So he should. He'll suggest perhaps he should be a Thunder skipper. Have a listen to what Hill said. Well, here's my hope: mm. they would make him available to be a leader again, okay. if if any team needs that, i.e. Sydney Thunder. Yep. And de- but you're not going to use a 37 year old captain, are you? In the Australian setups, you've got to start bringing people through and use him as a a mentor if that's what you need. Yeah. So he, you don't think he'll get the ODI captaincy? No. In the short term? No. No? Okay. We, well, we've got a good enough team to get a get a longer-term view on a captain, haven't we? Yeah. And use David so. Warner for two more years underneath them. But Pop- he has improved as as a that leader, and his, all his w- words um, and his actions, he seems to be living those words, uh, have been very impressive in the last couple of years. It's hard not to agree with Ian Healy on that. I think David Warner's attitude has improved on the field and who knows off the field. We're not privy privy to that. And I think he does have some leadership qualities and he'd be great in a supporting role. Agree? Yeah, well, we're going to talk about it a little bit later on, aren't we? We are. I think I've yep. just blown the lid on it, though, mm. by just playing the audio <laughs> then. I'd read that down further. <laughs> uh, that's ridiculous. If you've got one for us, 0457 736 736. It could be sports-related. It could be news. It could be Angela Lansbury. We'll get to that a little later on. Uh, and Labin for Betfair. What can't win? This weekend. And don't forget, I'll tell you what, you could win. Oh, what a segue. You could win yourself a Ziggy by Ziggler and Brown this summer. It's a barbecue. It's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. I don't know if people describe barbecues as beautiful, Mm -hmm. but this is gorgeous. Go to iCanWin.com.au for your chance to win. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. For Kia. The Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. Yeah, welcome back to a time for an NRL update for Expo Car Service. Book into your local Repco Authorised Service Centre. Sats, you mentioned this over a week ago that you think uh, Desi's uh, days are numbered at the Seagulls. Well, Manly owner Scott Penn uh, spoke to Channel 9 and this is what he had to say. We have a premiership winning team. What we need is a football department that can get us back there as quickly as possible. I think Scott Penn is delusional, first and foremost. And uh, Manly have got to make a decision whether they want to stay in the past or whether they want to try and advance into the future of what a professional rugby league team is going to look like. Now, Manly is probably one of the only teams I feel as though that there's very few that would have the past that represents success for them. You know, Bob Fulton was a great player at Manly, won comps as a coach. Uh, Desi Howes has won two comps there at Manly. Jeff Toovey took them through to a grand final. So it seems to work at Manly for whatever reason. I've got to say, it's an absolute basket case, and the reports Tommy Trebojevic is getting frustrated as well with the indecisiveness. But I know that Scott Penn, the owner and chairman of the Manly uh, Seagulls, is trying to give fans and, and sponsors and their corporate partners you know, some positive hope that going into 2023 they're, they're going to be a really good side. Now, they are. Any team is with Tommy Trebojevic. But to think that he's got a grand final, a premiership winning side there, roster, he's way off the mark. This is when, this is when owners and chairmen should never, never dabble at all 
in rugby league matters and talk about what's happening on the field. It's a perfect example. You know, Manly don't have a a threatening hooker. They don't have a, a dominant 5'8". That's got a really good kicking game to back up Daly Cherry Evans. They don't have strike centres. Um, there's a lot wrong with Manly on the field, let alone off the field at the moment. So to make a comment like that, um, I can see why you want to make a comment like that because as a team, you've got to own it. You've got to believe that you can win the comp. So you've got to own a comment like that. Um, and it's about putting pressure on the on the playing group. But, you know, there's plenty that's going wrong at Manly at the moment. And to think that they can move on someone like Desi Hasler, when they finish the season without Tom Trebojevic, remember, and the debacle around the pride jersey. Which Desi had nothing to do with, nor any knowledge. Had no knowledge of it whatsoever. So... You know, to feel as though they can move Des on um, and there be no blowback at all from fans and sponsors and, and the like, yeah, there's, and there there's was, a lot of delusion going on amongst some of the some of the, um, the hierarchy at Manly. And there was no CEO at the club for the majority of last year either. No. So where's the support for Des? Mm. Well, that's where the general manager of rugby league needs to come through. Now, it's been proven the general manager of rugby league has let Des down in his miscommunication around the Pirate Pride jersey. So there's a lot wrong at Manly at the moment. They can either sit down, smoke the peace pipe, and get through 2023 um, with Des and see if they can get into finals with Tommy Trebojevic mm. coming back from injury, or they can cut Des off at the knees, uh, suffer the blowback for the short term. Which apparently is going to happen this week, and Anthony Seabold will be named as coach. Yeah. Of the series. Now, he's a former assistant coach at, at Manly and one of our colleagues, actually. I've got to know him quite, quite at SCN, well. Yeah. yeah, at SEN throughout um, 2022. And I've got to say, he's a hell of a nice guy. He's very knowledgeable about the game. And all I want to say about Anthony Seabold is I hope that he's learnt a lot from his experience at the Brisbane Broncos because you are about to enter another ring of fire going to a club that is. Heavily, heavily populated by people that have a strong opinion about where the club should be. Uh, Broncos supporters, have you got any advice for Manly supporters if Seabold does become a coach? 0457 736 736. Quickly before we go to the break, mm-hmm. looks like a majority of the coaches want to see two refs come back yeah, next year after an one. end of season. I know the referees. A lot of the referees want two referees to have that support um, on the field. <laughs> I don't know. Is there going to be more penalties? Is there going to be more six agains with uh, infringements in the ruck with the second referee looking after the ruck alone? Uh, if so, well, we're going to see a lot of disgruntled fans again. Is there too much pressure on the one referee now, even though we've got techni- technology supporting them? Maybe. So I'd be all for it if the bunker has less say. That's, and that's that's probably the best way to look at it. Mm. Yep. And I think the bunker has too much say at the moment. Yeah, I think... Try scoring opportunities. Yep. Um, and that's it. And foul, foul play. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, if there, there are some foul play areas that, that really need to be looked well, at. Well, why don't they do that in other sports like NFL? What, why, what, and, and you see you see the umpires in the NFL get most of it right. Well, the refs get most of that right in the NFL. What, why, why do we need to do that? So we get rid of our touchies. We bring in a second... On-field ref. Get rid of the touchies. Well, we've talked about oh, this yeah, forever. Right, yeah. We're going to electrify the sidelines. Ele- electric fence, yeah. Yeah, and then what we're going to do after that is we're going to reduce the bunker's input mm-hmm. uh, because I don't want to see the bunker stop play three plays later. 
That is... What is it? Come on, that's ridiculous. So I reckon that's... I, I, I'm all for it at the bunker. Also, is if the bunker has less say. Yep. Rightio. What do you think? 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day, and that's our NRL update. You can rely on your local Repco Authorised Service Centre. We're doing it for Kia Sportage. It's been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. Welcome back. Australia's most wanted. The Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage Cars of the Year. This yeah. is Sports Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. Went a bit early there. I'm very sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, watch the T20 Cricket World Cup on KO Sports and the lead-up matches right now, in fact, on KO. You can catch the Aussies taking on the Poms, the uh, second... Is that at Monica? Uh, yes, it is. Next mm. two games at Monica tonight and Friday night as well. On the subject of cricket... Uh, we're talking about Ian Healy's thoughts this morning. Played the audio off the top of the show going, doesn't think he should be ODI captain for Australia, but surely he can have a, a over the next couple of years a support role and perhaps even uh, skipper the Thunder. Your thoughts on this? I, I think we all agree that the lifetime apparent ban in any leadership role in the national sides was ridiculous. Mm. At the time, we were embarrassed as a country and we sort of understood that we need to draw a line in the stand and and make a stance moving forward. But a lifetime ban, when, when all the emotion was played out of it, was ridiculous. When you compare it to other countries and other nations where players had been caught tampering with the ball in whatever way. And but, got two matches or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. So with David Warner, and I think he hit the nail right on the head heels in saying that he's 37, 36, 37 years of age. He's 35 now. He'll be 36, 37 uh, the next, what, ODI's World Cup. So in saying that... You don't need to all of a sudden give him the green light about leadership because mm. he is a leader by nature, yeah, just purely because of his experience at at international level and national yep. level. So you don't have to be able to say officially, okay, he's had the leadership ban lifted. He's now allowed to be a leader of whatever. And if it ne- he's in the BBL, I think that's perfect. But from a national point of view, you don't need to make anything public because inexperienced players would be naturally going to him anyway. Mm. Coaches would be Andrew McDonald would be naturally going to David Warner and saying, "What's your thoughts?" Mm. So he's a leader by nature anyway. So I don't see why this this lifetime ban has to be publicly lifted because he'd be playing the role anyway. It would still it would still be nice to have it lifted though, just just as a bit of like recognition for the work he's yeah, putting true. in. So yeah, true. I, I, that, I, that's probably the ground. Mm. And it would be nice to see him as skipper of the Thunder and the BBL, I think, because it goes across all forms of cricket sats. So perhaps he's done enough to prove this and, and they can do it. It's interesting mm. that the board is going to meet about it. Hey, uh, Russian and Belarusian uh, players will not be permitted, permitted to play under their country's flags at the Oz Open. Uh, this has been announced. Uh, the ATP is ruling that players compete as neutral plays in the wake of What's the neutral and... flag look like? I don't know. Ladies on a neutral flag, it's they beige. Would, wouldn't they? It's beige. Is it beige? It's beige. Just average. It's got nothing on there. <laughs> Just a beige, beige flag. Beige flag. With a palm tree. <laughs> I don't I don't think of Russia and Belarus as nations with palm trees. No, but they're not from Russia or Belarus, Bruce. They're from the <laughs> Belarus. From where? Belarus. They're from, they're from the neutral country. Oh, right. So your your idea of a neutral country is like a tax haven somewhere. So with a palm tree on a little island. So at one the bank. Australian Open. <laughs> yes. If this was the Olympics, yes. they would have United States of America, forty six gold. Australia, thirteen gold. Yep. Neutral country, yep. one. One gold, for example. 
Yeah. So it'd be beige? It'd be a beige safari suit at the opening ceremony. That's yep. what I would have. I like it. I think it's, it's got and to be. And a beret. And a beret. Yeah. Actually, I watched that um, I watched that documentary, The Redeem Team, watched all of it. You're right. Outstanding. <laughs> what, about, what about the hats they were wearing at the, the 2008, 2008 Olympics? Yeah, the white berets. Unbelievable. Yeah. They look like mobsters from Chicago, <laughs> didn't they? That was an amazing doco. Yeah, you listeners, if that. you want to watch a really good documentary, The, the Redeem Team on Netflix. Yeah, make sure you watch that. Rightio, don't risk missing, uh, missing all your team's matches of the T20 World Cup on KO Sports. Start Sunday. Can't, don't disturb me for six weeks while I'm watching that. This is Sports Day. Australia's most wanted, the Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage Cars of the Year. Welcome back. Australia's most wanted, the Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage Cars of the Year. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. Come on, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. There's got to be an investigation into this. This has got to be, someone's got to be accountable for this. Yes, this is where we throw up uh, ridiculous stories from the world of sport or any parts of news or whatever you've seen around the place. Uh, Sats, you kick it off. Give us an example. Well, the Central Coast Council, of course, just um, north of Sydney, in between Sydney and Newey. Yeah, they've made the decision to ban flying the Australian flag. Come on, that's ridiculous. So in Gosford, in, in the town street banners, you're not allowed to fly an Australian flag. Why? Don't know. I've been trying to find out why, but it's been banned. It's If you've got a business in, in, in the, the main street and you want to put a banner or anything up, you're not allowed. Have you been in the main street of Gosford? It ain't pretty. <laughs> You've got Iguana Joes on the waterfront. Go back, it's tumbleweed. <laughs> Seriously. I live there, mate. I live near the train station. It, it's no not good. good. Nah. No. Nah. So I don't think that's a bad thing for the Australian flag. Do you think it might be embarrassing for the Australian, Australian flag, flag to be flown? Uh, absolutely. In and the of Gosford. Maybe that's the reason. I watched that Redeem team, the story about the 2008 USA basketball team at the Olympics. Yep. I watched that uh, the other night, and I've got to tell you something that was ridiculous. I was telling a story. One of the assistant coaches was telling a story about his father mm-hmm. who played in the final, the 1972 Olympics against Russia. Remember that? Yeah. They'd won the game 50 to 49. He, he shot the final. Two free throws. Yep. And then, wait on a moment. Hang on. The game's not over. We need to add an extra three seconds to the clock in which – Russia threw the ball down the other end of the court and won the game. Come on, that's ridiculous. Heartbreaking. One of the... Is that the biggest slice of sports cheating you've oh, seen in your life? It's horrible. It's horrible to watch. It's heartbreaking to watch. How does that happen? Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. Because the, the, what they say is the, um, the actual time, it's a little bit like rugby league, the time that's on the scoreboard is not the actual game time. The officials actually hold the, the official game time. And where were the where were the were the officials from? Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. Don't know, but um, yeah, that was heartbreaking to watch. It was horrible. Mm. What else you got? Now we spoke with Headley Thomas, um, yeah. both you and I, mm. who's the who is the um, the man behind the Teachers Podcast, the most listened to podcast in Australian history, and we spoke to him last night, you and I, mm. and at the start of introducing Headley Thomas, who's an investigative reporter, this is what happened. And no doubt he is the smartest guest we have ever had 
on this show. He's our Angela Lansbury. Nobody else's. She passed away this morning, Australian time. Well, Angela Lansbury, famous for her roles on Murder, She Wrote and Beauty and the Beast, has died overnight, aged 96. You can put the kibosh on someone. <laughs> that is, that's the sports day curse. Yeah. Right there. Mm. I'm not going to talk about Klinger from MASH because <laughs> I like Klinger. Is he still with us, Klinger? I, I think so. And Radar? All right. What about Alan Older? Don't talk about... Don't talk about him. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, you spoke was... about Sybil, Sybil Shepherd. I did too. She'll be gone tomorrow. You'll wake mm. up and she'll be dead. That's touch wood she's not. <laughs> yep. Angela, our thoughts are with you. But I, I, I saw it coming. She lives in a dangerous town. Everyone gets knocked off there. Where? Where she wrote the stories. Everyone in that town was getting knocked off. Were they? Yeah. Never knew about and that. And she'd investigate it. Oh, you're talking about the show. I, yeah. thought you, I thought it in real life. No, <laughs> no. They finally got her. So she'd stop writing stories. <laughs> I've got one for you. Yep. Uh, Dennis Rodman. Yep. I listened to Sports Bazaar, the Titus O'Reilly and Mick Malloy podcast last night, catching up with it because I've been on holidays. And the story about Dennis Rodman beating Sun Jun, Kim Jong-un, yep. the North Korean dictator, is it, it's, you, can't, it's you, you can't make it up. It's fascinating. You can't make it The fact that halfway to North Korea, he thought his manager, his manager thought he was actually going to South Korea. Come on, that's ridiculous. And then, he, then he learned that North Korea was a dictatorship and Kim Jong-un basically murders his family. Um, Knocked his brother off. Yeah, the reason why he loves basketball, they, they wanted Michael Jordan first to come and, and uh, have, have dinner and, and play basketball with Kim Jong-un and do this exhibition game. Yeah. But they couldn't get Michael Jordan. He said, no way. Mm. Um, and so they got Dennis Rodman. But the reason why he loves – people say, how does he love ras- basketball? He's, he's been raised in North Korea. No, Kim Jong-un went to university under a pseudonym, under a false name. And that's, Eng- was it in England? Yeah, France yeah. or something. But he yeah. ended up getting to, to love basketball, <laughs> hence why he loved And what a friendship. What a friendship. He ended up, was, ended up being peace talks. Yeah, there was. Trump. Yeah. Yeah. I think Dennis Rodman recently has offered to go to Russia to chat with Putin. Mm. Yeah. On a prisoner exchange program. They're going, we're right. <laughs> we're okay. Apparently he stood up. <laughs> Apparently Dennis Rodman stood up to, to give a toast and he gave up, he stood up and he said something like words to the effect, I know you're a weird dude and you do weird things to to your family, but yeah, I'm enjoying being here and, and the and the translator had to translate that to Kim oh, no, Jong-un. <laughs> That'd be the most nerve-wracking job ever being oh, his translator. What about, what about the person who follows Kim Jong-un around with an ashtray? Yeah. Come on, that's ridiculous. <laughs> just smokes. in case he wants a cigarette. He smokes all the time, apparently. Imagine <laughs> ash landing on the ground. Bang, next. <laughs> this is Sports Day for the Kia Sportage. It's been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. Our thoughts with the family of Angela Lansbury. Back in a moment. Welcome back. Australia's most wanted, the Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage Cars of the Year. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. Welcome back to Sports Day. Well, yes, it's our video game preview on Sports Day. It's our Labin mm. audio. What uh, can't win? Well, yeah, it's where we get your, your thoughts on what can't win. 
Play your way on Caulfield Cup Day with Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. I know you've got one of my favourite NFL players of all time. Oh, he's a it? cowboy, isn't he? Yeah, one of the greats. Troy Aikman. Yeah. Great quarterback. And uh, also Great calls the NFL. Yeah, calls the NFL as well. On ESPN. Yeah. And he's not going to win. And he can't win as part of the lay-bin because there was a game on the weekend with um, – the Kansas City Chiefs, and there's a player that got got uh, penalised for a questionable roughing of the passer. Okay, it's one of those NFL uh, rules. They played uh, Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Probably. So he remarked when the competition committee looks at this, so they'll look and see whether he deserves to be fined or suspended. My hope is the competition committee looks at this in the next set of meetings and, you know, we take the dresses off. So what I'm saying is my Laban is he's not going to win this argument in this day and age. There's been a lot of people have taken to Twitter and said, hang on a sec, yeah, the 1960s, they want their chauvinist back and I don't feel like taking the dresses off is the right euphemism for Troy Aikman to use when criticising a password. So my Laban is he's not going to win that argument. He just needs to put his hands up and say, you know what, wrong choice of words. I'm from Texas. He's, that's, his, that's his argument. <laughs> That's, that's 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 it's got, it can only be his argument on that, um, mate. Don't don't mock Troy at me. I'm not mocking him. I'm saying he's not, leave gonna, him. he's not going to win. He's not going to win that argument. Uh, my lay bin. Mm. I'm laying that DCE Daily Cherry Evans will not be the halfback for the Kangaroos when it comes to finals time. I think I think Mao will start with DCE just to let. Um, Nathan Cleary freshen up a bit, mm-hmm. get more acclimatised. Well, he's, he's, he's allowing DC to start because he's the incumbent. Yeah, which I don't agree with, by the way, because yep. in that case, then where's Damien Cook on the tour? Mm-hmm. Why isn't he there? He's the incumbent number nine. So yep. I, I don't. I actually don't buy that argument. I've, I've, I just I think DC is starting mm-hmm. because uh, Cleary needs a rest. He's clearly, just, he clearly needs clearly, <laughs> clearly needs, and that's why I think DC. But I think once we get to the point the end of the uh, the contest, I think the best number seven in the world is Cleary. Yep, and uh, you agree? Absolutely. Uh, he will be Australia's halfback come uh, come the finals if we go, no matter how far we go. But depending on how far we go, I'll tell you what else seven. can't win. What the New Jersey system? Oh, you're right. Mm. That can't win. But it's there to stay. Yeah. I still think they'll change it for the final. I, don't, I heard. I think Mel will get his way in the final. If the, if they make the final, they'll they'll probably meet New Zealand in the semi-final. Semis. I saw something online, and I thought it was a great suggestion. Let them wear those jerseys during the World Cup, but when they come home, present them with their positional number. Because mm. oh, you said it last night, Sats. I mean, you want to wear the number seven that some of the greats before you wore for the kangaroos. You want to wear the the, the one – well, Teddy want, is, I suppose. And you want to get that opportunity for that former player possibly to present that jersey to you. Yeah. And, uh, I wore this jersey with great distinction. I bled in it. I sweat in it. I'd, I'd do anything with this jersey. Now I'm handing it on to you. Here's yep. your number 24. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. No. There's no emotional attachment no, to it. No, no. It, it is reckon, tradition. We know that. It yeah. has happened in kangaroo tours – Previously, where you had a tour number and you play in that tour number, but yep. The, but the bigger tradition is wearing your positional number. Yeah. Forget that old tradition, oh, that that long time ago tradition. 
they've worn positional numbers mm. longer than they have worn their tour number. Yeah. So put their tour number on the sleeve. Yeah, you, exactly. You, yeah. You know, um, like your cap number they wear in cricket and stuff like that. Put that there. But I, I, I don't know. If Australia win the World Cup, come back home, do a ceremony where some of the greats present the jerseys based on position. I don't mm. know. What do you think? 0457 736 736. That's our lay bin segments. Uh, back and lay bet on Caulfield Cup Day. Join at betfair.com.au or on the app. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Trade update in the AFL for you now. Uh, trade up to Continental Tiles this trade period. I believe, I believe I can fly. I believe I can touch the sky. I just, I just threw that in. Um, I, Dunkley, I reckon, will end up at uh, the Lions. I heard some discussions uh, today with the actually the the final any moment now. Actually, oh right, okay, seven seven thirty. So actually, actually, soon. It, no, soon. it would be yeah, it'd be very. If soon. it's not done now, I haven't checked. Yeah, uh, he will end up at the Lions. There's not, a deal with Frio and some other clubs involved. Not going to go as a free agent? No. Yep. No, no, Too no. Too risky. According to his management, uh, he'll end up at – it looks like the deal will be done. It's up to the clubs. Management are happy for him to go to the Lions. They're just waiting for the deal to be done between all the clubs. Involves the Suns. It involves uh, Frio and I think maybe the Western Bulldogs. There's a whole heap of – and picks involved as well. Radio, trade up to Continental Tyres, engineered in Germany, proven in Australia. Search Continental Tyres today. This is Sports Day, Australia's most wanted, the Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage Cars of the Year. For Kia, the Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Um, Jesus, some fights going on this weekend, aren't there, in, in the boxing fights, world? yeah. In, in the Brisbane, box- there is Liam Paro up against um, Brock Jarvis, who was trained by Jeff Fink. That's on Saturday. Then this big fight on Sunday, which I've got to say has really flown under the radar. It's it's the return bout of George Combosis Jr. up against Devin Haney. Of course, Devin Haney beat Combosis Jr. convincingly in their first fight, and this is on Sunday. So, Is this on main event? It is, yeah. Are you putting it on? I am not. I'm going to go to the Sporting Globe and watch it. Are you? Yes. And uh, the press it's conference. It's a lot cheaper if we do it at your place. You know that. If you just put on some canapes. <laughs> <laughs> Some horse doovers. Yeah. Uh, the press conference today, Devin Haney was asked about future fights. He's got to get through this one first, but he was asked about future fights with a couple of other superstars. How could you even think to bring up Javante Davis when George Cambos is sitting right there, right in front of, right in front of me? It's, it's, it's no way that I could you know, be looking past him. He's right there in front of me. It's, it's, that's the man I got to go through. And then, and then we'll, we'll, once I go through him, then we'll talk about what's next. But my main focus is him. Yeah, it's it's the response that you want. It's also a response from a guy that beat Combosis Jr. as I said convincingly at the start of the year, but um, is also very wary of he's going to be fighting a completely different fight at this occasion. Righty Uh Champions League action. Uh, I see Copenhagen Ice Cream. Yep, had a nil or draw, which the kids want to see with Mister Whippy. We want to see more draws. Yeah, that means no one's losing. Everyone's Which a winner is good for everyone, except for the fans. Yeah, is there any other draws? Give us another draw. Uh, I can I can give you several one or draws. Okay, yeah. PSG drew with Benfica. Benefactor. Yeah, that'll oh, do. Benfica. No. 
Uh, There's one here I can't even pronounce that uh, Jack's put in. Din- Dinamo Zagrabeg. Zagrab. Zagrab. Zagreb drew with RB Salzburg. One all. One all. Dortmund drew with Sevilla. Uh, that's a Spanish team. Are you still talking? One all. Yep. And Shatka Dines. Who? Uh, drew with what Real you- Madrid. <laughs> I know it's Real. <laughs> uh, drew one all. So lots. at least they scored. But tell you what, I had more chance of scoring, right, at Bankstown Sports Club on a Friday night with the Angels playing than Copenhagen and Man City did in that game. Where's Jack? Don't get him in here. And he's talking about Tom, he is Tom Rogic okay? Tommy Rogic. What's going on with Tommy Rogic? Is Rodgick? he okay? He must be wondering if he made the right move to West Bromwich Albion. Yeah, so he made the move to West Bromwich Albion hoping that he was going to get a lot of game time and could get match fit for the World Cup because yeah. the soccerers need him. However, yeah, he's they sack over. someone? They've sacked their manager. What's his name? Steve Bruce. Two first names. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, a and he's an absolute journeyman. He's been around everywhere. But, yeah, now they've sacked him. So you really have to worry if the new manager comes in and doesn't rate Who is Bruce Roger. Lee? That's great gear. We don't know if he'll get the games. And well, come back and play in the A-League, mate. Soccer is needed. But, yep. Will he play in the World Cup for Australia? We need him. I mean, that, I think those games showed it that he played that the Socceroos had against New Zealand because there was not, absolutely nothing going forward, really. But if he's Will Steve fit, Bruce... The sacked manager, will he be involved in the World Cup with any nation? No. Okay. So I want to ask this. What, did he pull out for personal reasons? Is that is that what did he? To leaving Celtic? No, no. When He didn't make himself available for Australia, did he, in those last qualifiers? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Was that for personal reasons yeah, or was it, was it injury? it was for personal reasons. And I imagine uh, Ange knows why in the footballing. So, but has he made himself why. available for World Cup selection? Yes, he has. Right, that's good news. It is good news, but really, if he's not playing every week and being utilised, yes, of course, he's not going to be ready for the World Cup. It's like myself. Uh, the Matildas have recorded another good win in defeating Denmark three one. Geez, they're starting to find the back in the net, aren't they? And I'm being serious. I think they're they're doing really well. Did Sam Kerr ones. play? I don't know actually. Mm. Uh, Caitlin Ford scored two. She plays for Arsenal. And uh, also, I can't remember, the Brisbane Raw player. Katrina Gorey. Katrina Gorey, yeah, scored a worldie from outside the box. Scored a what? Worldie. What's a worldie? World-class, world-class goal. Worldie. Oh, so we've had lickety split for greyhounds from yeah. one of our, our greyhound guys today we spoke to earlier mm. uh, off air. And then you're saying there's a, a worldie. A worldie, scored okay. a worldie. I'm learning a fair bit today. Hey, tomorrow night on the show, we're talking to Sarai Berriman, uh, Berriman, I should say. She is the FIFA Chief Women's Football Officer. I'm very excited. Uh, you are. You've, I've never mm. seen you so nervous. Yeah. You're worried that we're going to stuff it up. There's, there's the amount of stuff that we know about football, international football, Sats and I, you'd be surprised. Mm. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm she played for Samoa, Looking forward to you be surprised. Yeah. She did. Oh, Scott. She did, mate. We, we know a lot about her. Yep. You're the fourth best uh, football journalist in the She was the CEO of Football Federation Samoa. So she's come through the ranks. Yeah, and she's doing a wonderful job with women's soccer uh, down under. It's very true. So, And we're only about nine months away from the Women's Soccer World Cup. So how I'm good blown away here. Mm. We, see, this is the stuff we're going to do tomorrow. All right. Fair. So we will bamboozle her. She'll be in love with us. Right. But we're not going to mention anything about Copenhagen ice cream versus Mr. Whippy. <laughs> All right? We're going Thank to go. you. Even Sat has given oh. up. This has been Sports Day for the Kia Sport Touch. Has been Crown Drive Car of the Year. See you at kia.com.au. See you, Sats. Goodbye.
Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.